Hello, how are you? It's William Morris here again, and we are talking about Brexit. Well, we want to talk about Brexit, don't we? We're besotted with Brexit here in the United Kingdom, and it's a real mess as usual, but we're all going to leave on Halloween. Come what may, come hell or high water, because Boris, our Prime Minister, wants us to. Um, interesting, though, there are some pluses along with the whole... Uh, general kerfuffle. I noticed, by the way, the Queen is so depressed about the whole thing, she's been actually grumbling about the state of politics in Britain and the poor quality of our politicians. Mostly means she, they can't agree with anything and can't agree on anything. And so she is concerned that she might have to make a decision. And traditionally, the Queen, the member of, uh, well, our, our equivalent of a president is is expected to remain above politics. But, however, what are we talking about here? The issue is, that is there any good to come out of the whole Brexit fiasco? Well, one of the things that seems to be on the horizon is that there will be a trade deal between Britain and the United States of America, our beloved ally, for whom we would do anything. And Donald Trump and, of course, uh, our, our sweet president, Boris Johnson, our prime minister, rather, because we don't have a president. So we have these two great factotums. They are an item. They are very much hand in hand. Now, it seems, according to John Bolton, who's come over to flirt with us at the moment, that uh, we will have a, a deal, a trade deal with America, come whatever after the 31st of October. And the way he would see it, we're going to have a deal whereby we can negotiate things item by item. So agricultural produce will be negotiated separately from industry and, and you know, motor cars and that kind of thing, uh, separately from banks and commerce and that sort of thing. What does that mean? Um, well, it's very kind of America. According to Bolton, we go to the front of the queue. This is, this is instead of Obama's statement that uh, if, we, <laughs> if we left the European Union, we would go to the back of the queue. Obama was political. Trump is political. They all have their agendas. And their number one agenda, of course, is American interests, as they perceive them, but they perceive them differently. The question is, can actually... Mr. Trump deliver on whatever he offers. I mean, he has got to deal with the Irish-American Republicans in the House of Representatives who have warned that they will block a deal if Brexit affects the Irish border. Well, of course, Brexit's going to affect the Irish border. You, no deal Brexit will anyway, if that's what comes and that's what seems to be coming. And we'll have a problem. So will the uh, Irish-American Republicans in the House of Representatives block such a deal, a trade deal with the UK? Well, they might for a while. I suppose they'll grumble and grump. So it, nothing will be that quick. But nonetheless, uh, something will happen. According to the White House, uh, they, they've said, we'll be at the doorstep, pen in hand, ready to sign a new trade, trade agreement at the earliest possible time. Well, wonderful. Uh, I, well, that's at least what Dominic Rabb, the British Foreign Secretary, our new Foreign Secretary, says the White House is saying. 
and I, who, I'm sure he's telling the truth. So that's very good. Uh, we'll do well, uh, no doubt, uh, from this this charm offensive from the United States of America. It comes at a price. Uh, America always wants a little bit, drop of blood. Uh, one of the things that it wants is rather obscure. It's uh, Investor State Dispute Settlement, ISDS, which allows foreign investors to sue governments. Uh, and this is a kind of a plus for the USA if we agree to that. Um, we haven't agreed to that in the past. We probably will, to be honest. What else will we agree to and what we won't agree to? I think we'll agree to um, the whole business of coming out on Huawei, the, what is it? It's the 5G um, program that everybody's rolling out now. The Chinese are busy selling their whole program um, for our mobile phones so that we can whiz around and watch things in and, and marvelous technicolor and do play games and so forth. Anyway, this um, this <laughs> this is marketed by Huawei, uh, or at least Britain seems to have agreed that we would take the Chinese system. I think we will backtrack on that. I think that our wonderful Boris will actually give that little gift to the United States of America. What he won't do, I don't think, is get on board with other sanctions against China because Boris expects to have a deal on trade with China. So that will be the extent of his concession on China. Otherwise, he will remain very much uh, in, in the Chinese pocket, a friend of China, which is why we're not going to get any really big and dramatic statements about Hong Kong. If the Chinese invade Hong Kong, you know you're aware of the current protests in Hong Kong that have uh, sparked about what? About Hong Kong getting feeling threatened by Big Brother China taking over everything and removing their little freedoms. We all like freedom. Uh, well, I like freedom. Would I be willing to die for freedom? Possibly, actually. Curiously. Odd, isn't it, really? What things you die for and you live for? I might die for freedom. Um... Yes, freedom of the press, I'm not sure, maybe. Um, liberty is a big thing. The rights of us to have our freedom to speak, the freedom to say what you want to say. Yeah, anyway, the people of Hong Kong are getting pretty, pretty uptight about it. And uh, Britain is being very cautious about saying very much. Uh, that's because we want, I think, to keep maintain our friendships with China. But if China actually invaded Hong Kong, then huh, I guess we might just jump on the American bandwagon uh, because uh, it would be just a step too far, given that it's our ex-colony and we kind of made promises. That's the way I think it might go. Uh, what I don't think... Mr. Trump will get is Britain online with regard to Iran, which will disappoint Mr. Bolton because he's uh, kind of a warmonger. He wants he wants us to be tough, 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 tough on Iran. We are being fairly tough on Iran. Gosh, we we uh, snatched that tanker out of international waters, didn't we? Uh, just to please the Americans, no doubt. We snatched the tanker that was sanctions-busting in moving off to uh, 
try and go to Syria, uh, smuggle oil, you could say it was, because we have EU sanctions, but we don't have UN sanctions uh, against, against oil to Syria. So um, to steal a tanker out of international waters and the Straits of Gibraltar are international waters, uh, same as the Straits of Hormuz, that was naughty. But there you go, gunboat Britain, we did it. And um, and that's fine. It's there, it's done, it's dusted, and it, uh, we have the repercussions now in the Gulf. But the point is that that's about as far as we will go when it comes to being tough and mean with regard to Iran because we don't want to completely upset our European partners. It's partly about that. We we want to keep friends in Europe in the longer run. So so America will be disappointed, I think, when it comes to us coming online with regard to that. Uh, but Brexit is Brexit. Brexit will go ahead. Brexit, and you know who I blame, I just uh, just to make it clear. I mean, whether you love Brexit or you hate Brexit, the Conservative Party gave us Brexit. Um, and uh, it was the British Prime Minister, I've said this before, but it was the wonderful British Prime Minister, Mr. Cameron, who gave us the lead on the invasion of Libya and destabilized much of North Africa as a consequence. Um, Cameron decided, because he was afraid of the UK Independence Party stealing Conservative Party votes at the next election, he decided to give us a referendum on Brexit for entirely pragmatic reasons, just, just to keep uh, his number of Tory MPs high. And he did that, and he was shocked at the consequence. He didn't expect the result, but there you go. He made a mistake, and then he ran away. He resigned. Um, and who's given us a no-deal Brexit? In my view, this is just me. I mean, do I, do I care? I'm not sure I care. I don't care from an economic perspective. Um, who's given us a no-deal Brexit is... Uh, same initials as Jesus Christ, our wonderful, wonderful Jeremy Corbyn, the leader of the Labour Party, because he would refuse, he would refuse on any compromise with regard to the deal that Theresa May managed to ferret away. It wasn't a great deal, but it was a compromise of sorts. And Jeremy Corbyn for the Labour Party refused to come on board. So there you have it. Um, and now we have Boris Johnson, and now we have the consequences, and now we will live with the consequences, which will almost certainly be no deal on Halloween. Well, God bless us all. Uh, it's fine, and the Americans will rescue us at a price with their trade deal. It's nice to see other countries coming on board and, and offering to, to hold out a hand of love and friendship. Australia also has done much the same. Well, well, we'll survive. Why do I say I don't care? I don't care so much from an economic perspective. What's it going to do? Lower house prices? Good. I don't care uh, about the value of the pound. We can't go on our holidays in Spain? Fine. It may help our industry in a little way. Don't care too much about that. I don't think it's going to damage employment. That's my opinion to any great degree, although some of the car factories may have difficulties. But what I care about is an idealistic approach to Brexit. If if the arguments were being made around 
the question of whether we should live in one world where we're one brotherhood and sisterhood of mankind, then I would care much more. I believe in the Lebanese mystic Khalil Gilbran's approach to life where we should live in a world without frontiers. And I think that Brexit on that basis, on an idealistic basis, is a step backwards. Sad to say. But the economic rumbling and tumbling will we'll survive. And Big Brother America will no doubt help us. Downside is we'll all be eating chlorinated chicken, but there you go. There's a price for everything, I guess. My wife won't approve, but uh, uh, America has... America does. <laughs> yes, it wants its pound of flesh. Anyway, um, so that's the issue, and that's my opinion, and you may have yours, and God bless you. More to follow, but we'll pause for a little uh, interlude. <laughs>